The Hillbilly Records podcast is also sponsored by POW Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of Christopher Hoff. For your family law issues such as divorce, child custody and visitation, support and adoption, contact Chris at 815-355-8194 or through his website, hofflegal.com. The Hillbilly Records podcast is brought to you by Lamplighter Inn Tavern and Grill in Palatine. With happy hour Monday through Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m., karaoke every Thursday plus a Thursday pizza special, you'll find Lamplighter has something for everyone. A special thank you to Fonzie and the Dago Tees for use of their song, King of the Hill, as the Hillbilly Records theme song. Welcome back, everybody, to the Hillbilly Records Podcast. Uh, took a little bit of a break. We're back. Um, I tell you what, we have got a very interesting and uh, info-filled type show this week. And uh, the one and only, the boss himself, Power Entertainment, legend, Chicago <laughs> icon. Yeah, all that good stuff and all that other stuff there, fans. Uh Jimmy Blaze, thanks for coming Thank back on to the show. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, um, you're going to call me old, aren't you? Uh, no, because <laughs> yeah. then that might call the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So, but we're there, Nick. Yes. Yeah. Up and down the road. Yes, that's it. What an interesting past few weeks. Very much a yes. roller coaster the past few weeks. <laughs> roller coaster. There's yeah. God going on. Yeah, I mean, anywhere from uh, seeing some of our talent in Tinley Park uh, to Rockford. So in both Park. cases, Pow Entertainment kind of saved the day. They stepped up. You know, Very proud of right. everybody on the Pow roster. Uh, as well as others. Like, yes. I, I, people jump in and they help. I don't forget. And I know this is a podcast. It's not storyline related. Eric Schultz got his spot on damage from helping us in Tinley Park. He jumped in. and didn't, I didn't forget it. Yes. Uh, Vic Caprice car broke down. He was unable to make damage. Inc. I reached out to Bow, the OW. Uh, unfortunately, he was going to a wedding, and the next person on my list was Eric Schultz. Yes. That's why I moved. And then you have guys like VIP as well. He jumped in and out. Uh, other people I never knew their name. Omar. Yeah. Made his debut last night. Yeah, it was a good one, too. A great one. One yeah. of the one of the best refs we've seen, like. Come in and make his debut in a foul. Oh, are you saying Brian Allen? No, I never said that. Yeah, I never <laughs> said that. You know, he's no he's Omar. Got your, like, uh, even watching him in uh, Tinley Park, uh, handled himself well. A very professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, helped make the matches flow. So it was a good talent to see him uh, yeah. in the power locker room. Yeah. He'll be back. Well, like he yeah. helped us out in a pinch last night. Yeah. Um, Brian Allen wasn't able to be there a few weeks, and I reached out to Sarah. Sarah had a wedding to go to. So that's where Omar. Yeah. Well, I, and I if he didn't, I know this other ref that maybe we could have got some strips. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I think so. But then I, I don't know. Somebody would have to do uh, camera work, and yeah, well, <laughs> I'd have to ask his boss too. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but, uh, but you're bringing up Tinley Park. You're bringing yeah. up Rockford. You got to go back to Wood. A lot happened right there. Yeah, yeah, a lot happened in Wooddale too, and that and that, and that was the start of just. The roller coaster ride, so to speak. Scott Spade said in earlier uh, content that if uh, Moon Dog beat him, he would leave. the word, he would leave pop. Yeah, you know, 
and by and talked about it. Means yes, on his episode here, and by means he stuck to his word, and that is a big uh, shift in the locker room in it, Joe. It is. Uh, you look at Scott Spade and Jimmy Blaze. There's a huge history in the ring from way back from when he started to the NBT against Revolution to the SCW war and also holding the tag team titles in SCW. Uh, Scott Spade, his mind is phenomenal. He's going to be missed. I didn't believe that he would walk away. He did. Mm-hmm. But you can never say never. And I believe he said that that night in two. Yes. Right. Um, that's not teasers. That, not, that is not a spoiler. That is real life. Whatever is going on, hopefully one day he comes back. But in the meantime, while he's gone, right. you had an upset. <clears throat> and I hate to call it an upset, underdog, however you want to look at it. Moondog Murray is a good kid. He's a good right. wrestler. He's an up-and-comer. Mm-hmm. He's in the right place at the right time. Put yeah. somebody to sleep. Somebody slept on him, right? That's it. That's the same. And now you have a brand-new club having a champion. He claims he's going to be the best fighting champion. I stood in the ring with him last night. And to see the fire in his eyes, that is what this company needed. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people downed him for being the champion. He spoke. That whole entire audience stood up marking him. Yeah. And And he's another (laughs) one that has always jumped in. Uh, Moondog, if you're listening, thank you for your help in Tinley. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, uh, if it wasn't for him, certain things could have turned out a different way. So... Uh, I appreciate him stepping up in regards of uh, stuff that I had to cover. Well, so maybe you can get him like an extra couch couch cushion, put some padding <laughs> on his couch so that he can uh, relax a little bit more. I could do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll look into his, it. His plate is full. I mean, we're yeah. going to Lakemore Fest this Friday, and he's got Tommy McCall. We talked about Tommy McCall the last time I was here, and he is an upcomer as well. He's one of the youth, so to speak, mm-hmm. of power yeah. in training school. And there's a lot of opportunity right now for everybody to step up in this company. You, you have Mason Perks and Kizile didn't listen to my orders and stripped that Midwest title. Right. Now there's a Midwest title battle royal in Winthrop around the 19th. Yeah. There's a lot of change going on here in Bob. Can Mason Perks be in that royal and win that belt back? We'll have to see. But in the same sense, <clears throat> Moondog Merck. You got IPA. They have not defended those titles. Since not yet. They won them in Exploding. Right. And now they have Ronald McKay. So if you look at this, Tommy McCobb could walk in Lake beat Moondog, be the heavyweight champion. Walk into Winthrop Park, him and Kazile could beat IPA and be tag team champions. Yeah. Anything can happen. And yes, things are a little bit in a scramble now. But Jim, you have seen this. We have seen this. Numerous of times, and I mean, I mean, going back. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we can call ourselves the vets because this is how we could talk and vets. speak speak about the experiences of of the waves of things that happened. Case in point, PCW. Yeah. We ha- had that lightning in the bottle to where everywhere we went, it's, you know, talking to the town, filling it up, uh, standing room only in the training facilities over there. Um, uh, across from that gentleman's place. Yeah, right over there. My <laughs> uh, corner house, the 4 a.m. bar. That I like. <laughs> but, and then uh, er, er, early years of CCW, pow now, and it's just like, it, it's coming in its waves. 
So, and right now, I thank all the fans, all the boys, all the talent. Like, you brought up PCW. There weren't a lot of companies back then. There no. was us. There was LWF. There was Windy City. Uh, Tim Lyle. Powerhouse. Yep. Powerhouse. <laughs> and then maybe some by the border of St. Louis. Or mm-hmm. There were not a lot of companies in Illinois. Now there's one on every corner, one running yeah. every day, sometimes four a day. Mm-hmm. And to be able to sit here and hear you say that, that's an accomplishment. All of us, fans, roster, we accomplished that mm-hmm. together to show people that it is not a stick and come. Not everybody wants a bite of it. Hence, and, everybody wants a bite of it. Right. I mean, I mean it, it just goes just goes shows that, yes, now, I mean, there were very few motions around when it was right as soon as it went away everybody and their brother they had a beef with whoever start my own promotion it went up it keeled off because you're getting your one and done three and done tax season yeah tax season (laughs) you know uh they go away but now it has started to climb again and the only thing i again it's starting to get to where uh it Almost an oversaturation again. These mm-hmm. guys, and that's not knocking the talent. I mean, every promotion out there has their, you know, their, their star talent. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great talent on the independent scene still. There is, and not just in Illinois. It's it's throughout the Midwest. Now you talk about all these companies, and then we have the longest running company, Paul Entertainment. That's it. I said it on your last podcast. I commend AAW. They do a great job with their production, their talent. A lot of their talent is on TV right now. Yes. Seth Rollins was trained by Danny Daniels. That's right. And I wish that man got more recognition for that. So oh, great work. He is. And he's got a great mind for it. And you have a long-running company in Wisconsin, Frankie DeFalco's Bruce City. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Marciano Chavez, a.k.a. Chano, in yeah. the ARW. And I in, know in Indiana. He used to have a bunch of partners. And that's the PCW effect there. But he hung on, and he's continuing that legacy. Right. And then you know you, you go down to Ohio, and you have War. Right. Their production right. is amazing, and the guy that runs War, Tom, mm-hmm. he's the one that made. Uh, if you've gone to Tiny's Animal Shows, the mm-hmm. curtains there, and I'm waiting to buy stuff from. Right. Him. He actually helped one of ours to get involved with Impact when they were in Ohio. He was looking for people to help. I told him there's two guys, and one of them was Mason. Okay. And Mason went. Good for Mason, him. I think, will end up in war. Well, good for him. I mean, he, he is definitely the future of the promotion, yeah. I'm saying, along with several others. And right now, and I says, I'll use it again. I mean, we're, we're up there, Jim. So it's our turn to, you know, still make sure it's going in the right way. And... You know, we're getting the leaders now, like Justin uh, turned around and just stepped up immediately. Yeah. So, Thank you. I, um, <laughs> and I have no and, problem, Nick. Like, I know you're great behind me. I have a camera. Or you have ideas. Mm-hmm. Or you see things that I don't. You're like, hey, you didn't see this. It's so amazing to be able to stand back. Like, last night, I didn't mm-hmm. wrestle. I had nothing to concentrate on other than watching matches. Actually, myself also. Right. I mean, for... For a change, you know, I was able to kind of sit where production sits. Is that because you have a good team helping behind the scenes? I have with you? one of the best teams 
open this right now. She can. Can, <laughs> I mean, can, I mean, consider considering what we have put our production team through in different venues and things like that. We always make it together. But I was I had the opportunity to sit and watch the show myself. And what a show! Uh, yeah, uh, we had a very hot crowd last night, so and uh, and for for a show that uh, were a lot of rematches, so to speak. If you think about it, you know, it was a lot of rematches. Well, in that, you had Reed Hooks and Max Holiday who never met. Mm -hmm. That was a great match. You had Hunter Payne against Paulie Tomasoli and Jason Dukes. Those three have never been in the ring before. That was fun. Excuse my language. That was very cool. (laughs) (laughs) But we talk about longevity of company. We talk about all these that come up here and there. And... uh, I am not knocking on anybody that wants to try it. It's really hard. Just make sure that you have the money to pay everybody ahead of time. And when you walk into it, and that weekend that you brought up, you know, Tinley and Rockford, uh, Rockford Damage Inc., I helped book for them. Mm-hmm. I have been there since day one. I believe in the man's idea. He has his own mind as his own idea, but he does listen to me. I've been around. Right. That company is going through a change in Axel Rico. One of the best out there in the Midwest. Yeah. Eyes getting on him. He's working AEW, right? Yeah. He breaks his uh, collarbone. collarbone. His collarbone. Had surgery, right? He had surgery, had surgery and he, it happened in the ring. At CSW. And that match, actually, I I watched that match. I did not realize his yeah. shoulder was broke. Yep. You know, that, that, that speaks who he is. Yeah. Grunted through it, didn't Yeah. Did. I'll never forget the message he sent me um, about getting hurt. I'm going to be out for six months, to eight months, blah, 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 blah. Well, he's the heavyweight champion of damage. Yeah. So now in October, there's a transition period, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like this whole Moondog meeting Scott Spade. Changes happen. It's how you handle it and overcome it. Right. So a lot of great talent from Tim Lee Park, as you said. It's people I've never met and I enjoy it. Those are cool moments. Will that company stick around? It's up to the promoter. It's not up to us. Right. Speaking of uh, people coming in, uh, in from out of state uh, with uh, Tenley, uh, a little quick backstory and show you how small the world is. Mm-hmm. Mustang Mike. Great guy. Uh, out of Louisiana. Yes. He is your relative. Uh, no. <laughs> no. But he is running running down Springs, which I'm very familiar with that town. Uh, I just checked out uh, his Facebook page. They're running in New Iberia. And it's like, I'm going to spread the word for him down there. You know, I got got family down there. Why are you going to spread that? Like, you you met him that day, small world, cool. Yeah. If he was a cocksucker, you wouldn't do it. He is just one of the nicest genuine people I have met in yeah, right. a long time. Well, Good old Southern about, boy. Yeah. Hospitality. Yeah, whatever you need, whatever yeah. we can help. When yeah. I told him I was going to, you know, Baker High and, you know, Hammond was a stomping ground and I did here and there, he goes, no shit, I, mean, I know Baker, I know this. Well, you I'm better like, make you some Elias so you can bring it home. <laughs> I told him, I said, if I ever have a long weekend, you're running a show, <laughs> let me know. Because uh, I can make go. some phone calls. Maybe I can help put some asses in the Put on stretch, right? All right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey. You know, 
So seeing how workers are now, what was it like when you came in and what was that like for workers then compared to now? Like just training wise coming, going, in. coming in. Yeah. Uh are you talking like power in general in the business? Well, let's go let's stick with power and then okay. grow outward. Uh Powell's training is a little bit different than most. Mm. You're one of my students. Yeah. And Nick is one of my older students. <laughs> um, but I don't, I gotta go back to the way I was The way I was broken in was to make sure you didn't stick around. Mm-hmm. You got your ass whooped. You were put through hell. Uh, it was the weed out. Who wants it? Who didn't? Mm-hmm. And luckily I was a punk 17 year old kid who hated authority. And I was going to do what I had to do until two years in, and I didn't like it anymore. And I was like, I'm done. Like, they weeded me up. Yeah. Sonny being gone from that, opening his own thing, that opened the door for me to continue wrestling. So, in 33 years, I took a six month break. Like, I was done. Sonny's doing this, wants me to be part of it. Amazing. And here we are. Okay. Like, it's <laughs> Sam opened the door. Sonny. Without Sonny, there wouldn't be us sitting here. Yeah, that's okay. true. Um, so my, my thing was always, I'll be tough on people. I'll put them through a bit of fun. But I don't want people to quit, and I don't want them to leave. And a lot of you that listen out there and the vets are going to say that's wrong. And there are certain times I'm a little bit harder than others because I don't want them around. But if they want to continue to throw me money to train them, I'm going to take it. All right. Like, it's a catch-22. Eric Freedom and I have had this talk because Eric's gone through with his guys, too. Um, I hate seeing people with egos. If mm-hmm. they become assholes, I will have no problem by saying goodbye. But at the same time, I want I want to train them right. They're paying me for a duty. And my idea in training is training the proper way. The assistant, assistant trainer, Scott, that helps me, uh, he has the mind the same way. It's an old school value. It's storytelling. A lot of these other schools teach you high spots and flips and this and that. And that's cool. Yeah. Longevity in pro wrestling is going to come from storytelling and old school. And that's what we teach you. You know that. Right. You're a bigger guy. Yeah. I do not want to put you in the top rope and say Justin Mackley. No, I wouldn't. Can I teach it? <laughs> I can teach it. Right. And I can get you over the fear of Chances are, nine out of ten times, you're going to land weird and you're going to get freaked out and be like, no, I don't. Right, German suplexes. Mm-hmm. I had to do them in Windy City. When I left Windy City, and as you get older in the business, you get the choice of no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. That is my go-to. Of, no, I'm not taking that. Like no. it, it's the hitting your head, hitting your head, hitting your head. Right. I love to be able to teach, and mm-hmm. the older I'm getting, the teaching doesn't just stop in the school. It goes back to like last night being able to watch them mm-hmm. and explain to younger people, hey. Could have done this, could have done this. Giving people moments. Moondog Murray in the middle of that ring. I personally think he walked in that ring scared. Oh, you can see it. You can. Two sentences out of my mouth off the microphone. He killed it. Yeah. And that's the cool moment. Like, he's not my student, but he's young. I want to help the kid. And to see that crowd on their feet roaring, that's what you want. Right. It's the same thing. When a train record comes back to the ring, like you had your ups and downs. Yeah. 
you're fighting through them. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen in practice in the past few weeks, you have taken control of your life. You've done what you had to for your health. You're not complaining. You're going through it. Broke my nose. I want to keep going. Broke your nose. I still want to keep going. You pick up a, a smaller person and lay them down like a pillow. Yeah. That's where you got to overcome that. But um, I hope that answers your question. I'm going all over. No, it's good. I, I, every trainer is going to train different. But yes. the one philosophy, I think, with a reputable training school, mm-hmm. you're going to go back to old school fundamentals. If you ever hear of Houston Carson, he has a phenomenal facility. Mm-hmm. He's not in this area. I forget where he's at. It's either Arizona or, or Texas, somewhere down that way. Uh, I met him mm-hmm. once at CAC. Good guy, old school values, and that's what he teaches. Right. And he has three rings. It's almost like a performance center. If we had the capability to do that, I think it would be so, Yeah. But yeah, I tell you, even like going back to uh, PCW back in the day, I think we were the only training facility that was able to house our health shows at the well, time. There's a lot you don't know to that. <laughs> um, I know we probably shouldn't have been doing it at the time, but you no, know, we did. <laughs> no, and I don't know if there's still a lawsuit out there, so we probably should uh, venture away from that. <laughs> Sorry, Wally. Oh, it's geez. <laughs> uh, but no, that, that idea was a first. Yeah. Nobody had that in Illinois back then. That's right. Um, nobody really has that now. And that would definitely be something that would make someone stand out, a promotion to stand out. Sure. Is to have a facility. Maybe, it, maybe it takes a, a couple unnamed companies coming together that right now train underneath the same roof. All <laughs> 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 right. Interesting, but uh, this is there's definitely enough, uh, you know, people out here that are working and with the right training. You know, I mean, you, you got Boz and their guy, you got Freelance and their guy, you got, you know, they're around, but I said the fundamentals is how is the place to come to, yes, because yeah. you really have to learn how to crawl before you can walk. I and I, I can say, like. Steve Boz goes back to my breaking in. Mm-hmm. He joined, I think, maybe six, nine months after me. Yeah. He's still with it. He's still doing it. Yeah. That, that's a tough individual. And you've met him. Super nice guy. I actually yeah. wrestled him <laughs> one time. <laughs> Super kick you. Uh, yeah, and uh, several, <laughs> and several uh, stiff chops. All right. I had his handprint on my chest. Maybe he deserved it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I was talking about longevity of yeah. companies being around. His is one. Yes, CSW. And brought that up. And like freelance, I had the opportunity to go to a show for the first time in January. Mm-hmm. And that was an amazing event. I am so different from when you started to where it was, you're with us, screw everybody. Oh, my God. It's yes. everybody against everybody. And now it's cool to see a brotherhood um, in pro wrestling where – you can compliment somebody on the match that you might not know. So and so has never met you. He walks into a locker room and goes, "Hey, trainer." Right. That was not like that back then. No, that, that was. This is our company. This is who we have. We don't need any of you. You're and don't wrestle stuff. for anybody either. Yep. Don't wrestle for anybody. But it would it would be nice if people don't uh, wrestle in the same town that uh, 
your promoter that's pushing you has you on or three blocks from the venue. <laughs> Common sense. Yes. It's, I don't like telling people anymore where they can and can't go. Sense, right? right. No, absolutely. I mean, it, the guys are still hungry out here, you know, and it's a different wave, I think, of wrestler, yeah. you know, of different type of wrestler now, because we can always bicker is forever, you know, the art of the cell is gone, the art of on the fly is kind of I, gone. I can't say that. The it. promos are gone. That's a two-toot. Biased opinion, whatever that happens. There is, I don't want to give away the whole training, but promos on the fly, those can happen. We've seen it. Some are good, some are not. You learn from them and you move forward. Right. Matches on the fly. Some are good, some are bad. You learn from them. But all that comes from Pollen Entertainment's training school, where you can get trained by three boys. Please hit me up on Facebook. Jim Blaze. Uh, Make no. sure that you uh, look at the picture it would be me there are other gym blazes out there oh, you, <laughs> one is a snowmobile <laughs> you said the longest company around yes you know i mean and you took that away from windy city i didn't i you did i mean i didn't now, take it away yeah i you succeeded from sam closing his doors okay but you still succeeded though yes. you see succeeded his longevity so i mean you still look at it so, and, I mean, I, and I have managed respect. That, yeah. That's huge to me. Yeah. Uh, back when I broke in, Sam was the biggest reason I left. And years later, I can say that that's my mentor. Man. He's what, proud of me. That, that, that tells you story. Well, I'm not knocking Sam at all. I mean, I, still to this day, you know, I see him walking in the room like uh, several years ago when he was uh, with the Hall of Fame with uh, Untouchables. Yeah, Untouchables. Steve and guys. Yeah. Uh, still walking in a room, seeing like she's seeing, you know, right? Yeah, well, straighten yes. up. Straight Hi, sir. How are you? Yes, but no, no, not going on Sam. I mean, he is the one that put fear. He was the first promoter that put fear in me at a show that I ref for him. <laughs> so when you walk into a room when it's Sam Desero, Austin Roberts, and Ripper, I think that, that's your greeters at that company. Yeah, and I, you go into a room with, with them in the middle of Indiana, <laughs> somewhere, I'm like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> There's a reason Sam is called the godfather of the yes. pro wrestling. Yeah, I think he put fear in everybody. He did. Uh, great guy, though. And if anybody can catch any of the classic Windy City uh, wrestling uh, TV, it's... You'll see nothing like it. That's true. Probably somewhere in here. Yeah, I've got some. Yes, I do. Uh, true Chicago wrestling history. Yep. You know, and with that, real quick, we are going to let our uh, sponsors know that we're thinking of them, and uh, we will be right back. Fans, we know that sometimes life can throw some curveballs. If you're in need of family law advice, talk to Pow Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of Christopher Hoff. Hillbilly Records fans, don't miss Lamplighter's August Sandwich Special. A chicken breast marinated in a citrus seasoning, then grilled and served on a toasted bun with guacamole, salsa, lettuce, and tomato. Get this one throughout the month of August. This is Scott Spade, former four-time POW world champion, along with... Mistress Misery. Listen to Hillbilly Records whenever you can. It's a great podcast. I highly recommend it. Hi, welcome back, everybody, to Hillbilly Records. We still have Jimmy Blaze with us. 
And uh, <laughs> we want to start going through the next upcoming shows with you. Um, so you gave me the privilege of emceeing um, you know, this coming event and Lakemore and Mr. Ripple having a, uh, his real job in the Yeah. And uh, I looked at it and this podcast, hearing your voice, I know you want to be a sportscaster. Well, okay. All right. Well, don't thank mess you very up much. And, uh, Bring your singing voice. To All right. Well, I, I don't know about the singing voice, and uh, <laughs> but I'll definitely be there. You know, putting on a good show for everybody and and the boys in the back. But tell us about uh, Lakemore. Give us a little history of Lakemore. If people don't know. Uh, I believe it was three years ago. Was our first one there. Right. Um, your main event was Hardcore Impact against Scott Spade. Uh-huh. Pee Wee Parola and Jimmy Blaze. <laughs> How much has changed since then? Uh, <laughs> I wrestled uh, B-Books at that show. That one, maybe. Yeah. Um, that was a good show. but That was in the grass, right? That was the first one in the grass. Yeah. The best part about that, where I forget the name of the band that was playing. But every time we've done this, there's been a band in the house. Right. Same thing this coming Friday. Abandoned us that that one though. We were on the grass right when you walk in through the gate, see it off the street. That was the largest crowd that they've ever had for us. That was 1,500 people. Wow. And at the end of the night, standing with the mayor, the mayor's like, everybody was by you. They had three people in listening to the band, which were wives. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that was cool. It solidified, like, after the second match, they're ready to book the next year. I mean, it's a good feeling um, to keep bringing us back. I love, I love it. Mm-hmm. The history of this company, CCW, started at like one of our training school. Yes. Which uh, turned into Bow. Right. Um, I wanted to be part of that festival. Mm-hmm. And because of Paul Tom Sully, um, he is friends with the former mayor. That's how we got in there. They keep asking us back. The shows keep getting better. This Friday is going to be amazing. Like, you got a good line. Right. And now, actually, with the connections through Lakemore, helped us, or you, with uh, Winter Park? No, us. No? It's an us. Okay. Uh, I was an us company and a lead family. You're not wrong. A former person who used to be on the board at Lakemore helped me with the checks, paid for those shows. He hit me up, and he's now part of the village of Winthrop Harbor Park District. Right. And they wanted to do something similar, but the difference is Lakemore Fest is an added attraction at the fest to draw the community in. Yeah. We're a free event, right? right? Well, now Winthrop Harbor is doing a fundraiser show, mm-hmm. similar idea. Mm-hmm. That cards ginormously stacked um, to benefit fans coming in, donating the money, it goes to help the parks and recreation. Right. And, uh, it's an amazing building. The weird story is the guy that cut the checks had my number on an invoice called, hey, this is Dave, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do Lakemore with you guys on the floor the barber. Would you guys be interested? Absolutely. Anybody that needs mm-hmm. fundraisers, fests, 
fest, tons of fests for next year. I'm interested. <laughs> um, fundraisers, though, schools, nursing homes, hospitals. Fundraisers are fun. Right. Now, with that being said, we go from an outdoor venue in Lakeport yeah. to the indoor venue. That are conditioning fillings. Now, what is the difference between an outdoor wrestling right. show compared to... And indoors. <laughs> For people who don't know, never been to a show. So weather cooperates. Yes, uh, there is nothing that beats being outside, fresh air, open air. Yeah, I mean a nice breeze going sometimes, and just the fans itself. Because then the fans, they pick and choose where they want to sit. They seem right. a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot more kids, and you know what? The kids really bring out the wrestling right. show. Yeah. And you know, I can't, I can't go, I love outdoor. Bridgeview outdoor. Park District, a couple awesome. years ago on the 4th yeah. of July, the fireworks, 5,000 people. Yeah. Well, that was great. That was a very funny event. I know it's <laughs> a very fast takedown, too. I mean, you even think about it, hardcore Craig and Tristan Hayes ended up in the pool. So, yeah. That was a good moment. You never know what's going to happen in an outdoor show. Yeah. But uh, I'm looking forward to both of them. They're both good cards. Um, you got GQ. Coming back and went through Barber. That's the 19th of August. He's taking on Ring of Honor star Silas Young. Yeah. And if you haven't seen him, you have to. Amazing in ring time. Uh, yeah, actually, you know, Silas Young, I mean, I saw him uh, I saw him on AEW Dark. Yep. Uh, what? I think like last year or something like that. Or two years ago. He's done some stuff with uh, him. He's recently done Ring of Honor underneath Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But you had asked about Lakeman. Yeah. So All right. Um, answer your question. You did. Getting back to this uh, the uh, Lakemore show. Earlier, like at the Teawood show, you have uh, made it known that with Chris Hedford uh, manipulating contracts mm-hmm. and so forth at Russell Range, that he actually found himself a little bit in a pickle. When uh, you played the uh, ultimatum down of the match with you and uh, Sullivan, if Sullivan loses, him and Chris are gone. But if you lose, unfortunately, I spoke out of turn and uh, been trying to keep it to myself. But the board of directors has informed me that that decision is not mine. That decision is not yours. Um, Chris Edford was the commissioner. He uh, <clears throat> re-signed Tyler Sullivan because Joey Chichi retired from the ring. Right. So, in that match, loser leaves. That would have been Tyler Sullivan. However, his opponent retires mm-hmm. due to the retirement. That contract is no longer void. So Tyler he found the loophole. So, yeah. Tyler Sullivan is back, and that stipulation has been dropped for that match. He, he, he found. He found the loophole, or he put the loophole in there. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, Possibly. No, I mean, uh, uh, you know, he has said that this plan has been in motion for quite some time. So, who knows? What do you know about it? I know nothing. You're over here throwing up peace signs at people and stuff. So, <laughs> tell me, what do you know about it? I know nothing. I'm just keeping track. I'm keeping track for our producer of how many times we bring up. But I, I will tell you this. Since you brought that so, match up, I, I will tell you. There won't be ice cream thrown, but uh, 
if your son wants to get involved in the match, I definitely will shove an ice cream sandwich down his throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess uh, another rematch because this feud is starting to get pretty heated with Jason Dukes and Paulie Thomas Sully. They're really starting to have words with each other, especially after last night in that three-way with uh, Hunter Payne. Well, it cost them both their match because they weren't even paying attention to Hunter Payne in the ring and just Correct. got counted out. So you think about that, how heated that became, and they did end up on the outside. And there's Hunter Payne in the ring. Mr. Riccolo announced the winner of that would go on to the tournament September 2nd. Right. So they just cost themselves going into the tournament, which we should talk about that in a second, too. Um, no, we won't. Hunter Payne wins it, and he's entered in the tournament. That I am looking forward to. I guarantee it's going to be explosive. Uh, I could just imagine how this is all going to definitely turn out. <laughs> now, Are you going to be there? Huh? Will you be there? Oh, I'll definitely be at Illinois uh, Lake. Cool. I'm going to, you know, of course, I'm going to find a funnel cake and sit back and watch the I'll show. Sure. show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Might have you to know. sneak me one in between matches. It's, you can't do that. You've got to be able to talk. We don't need you to be choking on this. <laughs> Powdered sugar is all. Yeah. All right. And uh, Meat Hook, so banning one half of the Pow Tag Team Champions going against Chris Hedford and his man, Logan Steele. Now, Logan, two for O on uh, Donnie there. Yeah. You know, with the help of Chris, you know, a couple of times. So. Oh, breaking uh, news, Logan Steele was just entered in that tournament, too, that we were talking about. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's his impressive 2-0. and oh. Logan Steele and Meat Hooks have never wrestled each other, though. Okay. That's two big men. Yes. Natural strength. Who do you go for? Well, definitely I'm going for, for my brother, Meat Hooks, because the other guy is aligned with your idiot son. Well, like I said, you know, he's doing his thing. He won't tell me what's going on. Matter of fact, he is turning around and really just starting to distance himself. So I don't know what's going on. And Cole, put Cole on that Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the person we have not seen, fan favorite. Uh, he's been a little MIA and so forth, but it will be a pleasure to see him back. Chucks Deluxe taking on. The loudmouth of the bad hombre cartel, Xavier Defoe. So we haven't seen him since the uh, You Better Work show, the Pride show. Yes. If you remember that, he got his ribs broken. Okay. By bad hombre cartel. And that's why you suspended Ramon for five months. Correct. And that's why I personally <laughs> went to the board of directors and said, we're booking this match for Lakemore. Chucks is clear. Chucks is coming back. Chucks takes on Javier. And I hope to God. Chucks makes it quick. Well, I mean, he's got to get back to his motor building. You guys should have him. Kind of would fit in. Well, I mean, we've been trying to reach him, but know, doesn't have a phone. His phone's either on or off. It's broken somehow. (laughs) His ex-wife took it. The less we see Xavier DeFoss the show, the better. (laughs) Now, I mean, sometimes you look just like look right over him. That yeah, it's like having a midget. <laughs> <laughs> now, Nothing against midgets. No, absolutely, absolutely not. Now, uh, Axel Abreu taking on Kazile. Axel Abreu had mentioned on the podcast this is his chance, this is his time because he felt like he's been in a slump, and now this is his opportunity to possibly jump on Kazile 
uh, in the mindset that Kazayo's already, he's mad because he's lost the title. He still was upset that he didn't feel that Mason beat him the way that he should have been beat. He lost. He lost. No. But Kazayo, as he says, Mason didn't, you know, he couldn't beat him. Favorite last man standing. That's right. Mason outsmarted him by zip tying his feet around the ring post. And I God agree. bless. I wish I would have thought about that no. 20 years. <laughs> I, I, I agree. <laughs> but now, uh, then also coming back to get his rematch, reclaim his title, you turn around, strip, strip no, the title. No, 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 no. Let, let's go back. This is, I'm I, going by Kazayo. jump right with a bunch of other people and try to separate the two. They did not want to listen. Did Kazayo hit me? Yes, did he. Mason hit me? Mason didn't listen. I'm done. It's like dad and two children that don't want to listen. You're going to your room. Well, guess what? We didn't have a room. Uh, belt is withhold, and it's up for grabs. And it's real huh? No, so, absolutely. But uh, if you want a shot at it? I'll put you in the battle room. I'm in. I'd, I'd love to. Shot I'd love to. <laughs> Man, let me see. That would be a first. <laughs> go get it clear. All right, I'll go get it clear. But anyway, I mean, just going back to the mindset of. Uh, Axel Braille thinks this might be his opportunity to find the weakness in Kazile to uh, push himself forward up, you know, up the roster. I would agree with Axel Braille. If he beats Kazile, like you look at this, Axel Braille, loved by fans, mm-hmm. he hasn't had that moment yet. Uh, Kazile, he's been there, champion, he's rising his mm-hmm. status. If Axel Braille overcomes Kazile and gets that win, Aren't eyes on Axel Abreu at that moment going yeah. to beat a former champion? Yeah. And, then and that's continue. what he said. That's what Axel said on the last show. So, so he he's eyeing that, that gold. So he, he wants it. I think Axel Abreu needs that break, that one win to get that spark going, mm-hmm. and the rest could be history. I've been around Abreu. Nice kid. Has the goods. Mm-hmm. He just needs a bit. Yeah. One day it's going to come. Hopefully I'm around to see it. Yeah. No, I totally could agree with you. It. it could be. Could be. Could be. I'm telling you. What are you doing, Nick Page? Well, I am actually looking for more stuff. I am making sure that we have all of our bases covered on this show here, boss man. Well, we don't. All right. I, I, I would like to bring up an interesting uh, couple of facts here with Russell Rage. Right around the corner, we're three months away. Okay. Um, we announced last night that longtime commentator, friend of ours, all three of us. Yep. Uh, RJ is getting the induction into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That should be something. Um, great ovation for him last night. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. Out of the show itself. Um, very, very like weird ending. Terry Allen against Cole Oxenbaugh. Mm-hmm. What I saw was not what the refs saw, and the decision went to Terry Allen disqualification. Right. Cole Oxmana asked for the rematch. Mm-hmm. That match is going to happen at WrestleMania. Oh, all right. All right. That's breaking news, right? Yeah. So you got. You hear it first here. Your first <laughs> match made for WrestleRage is right there, and I want to give you a second match that was made this morning. Something that's never happened in the history of this company. Special attraction match. Oh, would you say a breaking news? Like, a, however, <laughs> <laughs> let's, do it, 
breaking news. Duh, Jimmy Blaze, here you go. <laughs> so, uh, for years, people asked me, how come you don't? How come you haven't? How come mm-hmm. you, you won't? It's not a won't, haven't, or couldn't. The opportunity has presented itself, and I'm pleased to announce that at WrestleRage 21 Brower House, November 4th, we will have Hornswoggle, oh. WWE former Cruiserweight yeah. champion, return to us. All right. We saw him last summer year. Explosion. Summer Explosion. Summer Explosion, yeah. And uh, he is coming back at WrestleRage to take on Tyson Phoenix. Oh. And it is the first time ever that Paul Entertainment has had a midget match. Wow. So, Interesting. The first two, first two matches signed for WrestleMania. And a Hall of Famer. Yes, and a Hall of Famer. That's it. You know, uh, RJ definitely deserves it. Uh, I have a picture in my archives with uh, him and Pee Wee out in the crowd. Yeah. We, you yeah. know, I have shared that story and showed that picture a few times. And uh, very well deserved. Very yeah. He was uh, very emotional sitting next to uh, him <laughs> as he uh, heard the news from uh, from you last night. He's not a man of many words. No, and, uh, no. Hopefully, he has some words to spew at the Hall of Fame match. But uh, <laughs> it's just going to be more thank yous, and that's pretty much it. From, from that guy, so absolutely. Well, well, I tell you, like we've got our Lake Moore um, now. Like says Winter Harbor. Yeah. Uh, GQ, Silas Young, uh, main event anywhere, new building uh, that we're uh, going to be running in uh, in front of a lot of new eyes, uh, a lot I of talent. Tickets uh, are moving very well on that. Tickets, while, while we're talking, I'm yeah. sorry to cut no, you no, 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 no. Tickets are not through Power Entertainment. If you want tickets for that Winter Barber show, Rumble in the, Rumble in the Harbor, yes. uh, go to rumbleintheharbor.com. All ticket sales are through them. It's no different than buying them. How you do with Paul Entertainment, the tickets will be at the door and all that. All proceeds go to them. So mm-hmm. please deal with that one. Yes. Now, yeah. And <laughs> like you did mention earlier, tag team traps are on the line. Modern Decay versus IPA. This will be their first title defense since winning it at Summer Explosion. Yeah, I, I want to know what the board of directors is thinking on that. That's 60 days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Not my department. That's above my pay rate there, boss. It's mine. I should have <laughs> And then also, uh, we keep bringing his name up. Uh, Acid Jazz with Chris Hedford of The Reckoning, taking on the Powell fan favorite, Chucks Deluxe. Yeah. So it'd be good to see Chucks uh, in the ring. He's got his hands full with Chicago legend that Acid Jazz has definitely been around. For very long time. We just talked about yeah. Axel Abreu and if he overcomes and beats Kazan. What happens if Chucks Deluxe beats Acid Jazz? That rises his stake. That's a former Midwest champion. Yeah. Your son, Chris Hedford, is the key master right now because Acid Jazz handed those keys to him. Yes. And said it's for his. What is the company? The click. The reckoning? That one. Yeah. Um, but doesn't that put more stake in Chucks Deluxe with a big win there? Well, absolutely. Yeah. Especially over someone like Acid Jazz that has been around, as you know, a Windy City alumni. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I don't know if we can say that with Terry Allen being around. He's Windy City one. And yeah, he's another Windy City mm-hmm. alumni. Uh, from the sound of what he's saying, it's all about him. So. 
Uh, we'll see. You know, Terry Allen, you know, is all of his own. Points um, <laughs> on the outside. We have Moondog Murray. The taking, champion. That's right. Cow champion, Moondog Murray, taking on Joey Mayberry. Uh, Joey Mayberry, we've seen him at uh, You Better Work show. Oh, yeah. A very good talent. Uh, that could definitely be an interesting match within itself. Uh, Joey Mayberry is also with you know CSW. You can see him over there. Mm-hmm. And Jillian will be with him, right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, very loud screamer. <laughs> <laughs> that match right there will have a lot of charisma in it, so to speak. Um, but yes. Joey Mayberry is a great talent. Um, you better work, show. I didn't know much about him. He blew me away. Like, yeah. what a great guy. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal in the ring. Yes. And what if Moondog's still a champion? He's getting a title shot. If Moondog is saying that he's a fighting champion, yeah, it is definitely quite possible. That would be interesting. Yeah. That would definitely be interesting. And also what is going to be interesting, and uh, these two have collided before, uh, Trog the Caveman taking on very uh, outspoken Cuban masked marauder. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that'll be a... When did they wrestle? Was that T1? Yes. Yeah. They, yeah, they wrestled I don't like Moron. I really don't. No, he's not a very good drinker. Uh, a lovable person. Yeah. Try. You just want to, like, hug him and squeeze him and kiss him. <laughs> no, I didn't so much when I wrestled him. <laughs> <No. so. laughs> uh, I think that'll be good. I know there's another match on that card, too. And I'm looking forward to that one as it's Revolution against Stanley Shane and uh, Jay, Jay Scott. Scott. Yeah, just getting this. That is a rematch from your Summer Explosion. Yes, it is. They cried that we cheated. I don't believe. I'm we sure. I'm sure Shane was thinking that. He's you know, a and, yeah. Shane and, and you guys. With his music isn't really that great either. Jay and the Skid Marks or something, whatever his name. Jay is. Skid oh, Mark. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott. You know. Oh, the 90s call it winter bandanas. Yeah, well, <laughs> revolutions on the end, so to speak, here, but uh, we are not done in the ring. If they want a rematch, we have no problem doing that. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Jay Scott, you know, definitely uh, the baby of the group, and considering uh, experience, Silent Shane Eaton, uh, yourself, myself, gone back since yeah. day one. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of experience in there. But Jay Scott, you know, he's got he definitely has potential, and uh, you keep his eye on him. He could definitely. I, I think Stonechain might have some opportunity. Wait, but Stonechain ain't that bad because uh, he's not you know, bad, but he corrupts people's heads. I don't no, think he was the manager. Yeah, and I brought him. How did in, that end? Not he well. Got rid of you. <laughs> Just like every he used you for what he needed, <laughs> and I got him to tag him. And I did get him to tag team title yeah, in Berlin. Who did he lose him to? <laughs> I can't lose <laughs> Yeah. The great booking of Berlin. Anarchy. Anarchy. <laughs> Santana starts. Yeah. Uh, great times back in the day at Berlin. We talked about that at the last podcast yeah. we did. About Santana starts. You and I were in that time. That's true. Santana starts had a big part in that. Yeah. Uh, but there it is, fans. Uh, anything else on the horizon that you might want to? Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you kind of have a 
another opportunity here with Russell Ridge. Uh, September 2nd, we're back at Fox. September 2nd. Eight-man, one-night tournament. The winner goes to Russell Ridge and face that Ridge. One-night tournament. That's when uh, Moondog says that, uh, yeah, he'll fight whoever. But what if Moondog doesn't go to Russell Ridge? I, I like Moondog. What if he doesn't get that opportunity? What if he loses to Tony McCobb? He goes past Tony McCobb and faces Joey Merrick. What if Mayberry walks over to Tony? If he beats him, maybe he keeps going, right? Right. At some point, he could slip on a banana peel and lose it just like he came. Right. And I'm not knocking Moondog. But you have an eight-man tournament. You've already got Hunter Payne in it. Uh, the announcement of Logan Steele, he's in there. You have um, Mateo Valentine in there. Eric Freedom. Jimmy Blaze. And more to come. Mm-hmm. Yes. At the end of the road, how cool would it be? Jimmy Blaze gets an opportunity for that in the championship at WrestleMania. But you'd also have to go through your best friend if you guys have to try to explain that. Meet in uh, the bracket. So I seriously tried to explain that, and all the crowd cared about was Eric Freedom, Eric Freedom, Eric Freedom. Oh, I, I, I was listening. You were there. I was. I was listening. I would love you, Eric Freedom. But people need to understand everything that's going to go on. Yeah. If that match happens that I have to face Eric Freedom, I'm going in. One way or another, one of us is going to win. Yeah. One of us will be flatlined, the other one will go to WrestleMania. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, uh, I'm, I'm confident. <laughs> well, you guys definitely have a lot of history. They're good. Definitely. Either one of you like the idea of Jimmy Blaze going to Russell Rage to headline and go for the heavyweight title? I have no problem with it. I mean, I don't know. I'm actually curious if I'm going to actually have a hot seat segment on Rage. You might, you might not. You should cheer for Jimmy Blaze. Yeah, I know. I'm board of directors. Board of directors, too. Okay. Let's see what happens. No, that's okay. I'll. I have a uh, record just carried me through the podcast, like always. <laughs> I thought it was the other way around. Oh, no, we carry each other. We carry yeah, each other over. We try. You guys are good. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I will say this. If I got that opportunity, say I walk away from wrestling, because I'd be a champion, right? Right. I'm putting a lot of stock in behind going to wrestling. There's a lot of people saying they're going to wrestling as a champion or this and that. I am telling you right now, if I go to WrestleRage, Whoever the champion is, and I walk away as the heavyweight champion, am I done in December? I don't think so. I would continue and keep going until the day I lost it. What if I never lose it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a... That's some bold statement. Yeah, that's a talk for a different time. Let's see. (laughs) Yeah, well, thank you. Good luck to everybody that's in the tournament. (laughs) You're hearing it here first, fans. And good luck to everybody that's in the tournament. Uh, I think there's two spots left. Two spots left. Okay. The board of directors is supposed to announce later this week. It'll be interesting. So keep following the fan, book, uh, fan page. Yep. Uh, Facebook owl page. So there it is. Anything else there, boss man? Uh, you guys should play coffee on the show. Uh, I don't drink it, so I wouldn't have it. And uh, oh, I'm yeah. I'm sure here at the studio there's a coffee pot around here somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Well, we before we go, 
Yes, I eat omelets, pancakes. Well, well, question. well, I wasn't going <laughs> to. No, record price. No, give us a good story. Oh, God. oh uh, <laughs> it's rumored, it's rumored about a manatee and a jet ski. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know if we want that on this podcast because some people will be butthurt and say that's animal cruelty. Oh boy! However, um, when you're unaware, it kind of happens. So. Daytona Beach is my place to go. Uh, I've always loved Daytona Beach. Rick Paradise got me addicted to it. Rick Paradise is one of my best friends. We have time to kill in an afternoon, so we're going to go on jet skis. All right. And uh, Paradise has been on them before I never was. So All right. Easy flying. I'm, I'm getting like, adjusted to it. Right. Just a little bit. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm getting used to going cho cho. Realizing uh, if you don't throttle the thing, you're, you're going to drop, right? So here I start going. I'm all right. Rick comes flying back and splashing me with the water. He's like, hey, we got 10 minutes. We got to get back. All right. So instead of turning right to go out a little bit farther in the ocean, I turn to the left. So I'm closer to the shore. As we're going, it's like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> And I went over and like slowed down and look, and there's just blood everywhere. Oh. Well, before you get on these, you have to watch a safety video. And they do tell you don't stay close to shore, that's where the manatees hang out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I took the life of the manatee that day. Um, I have never been on a jet ski again. <laughs> so there's your story. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not like the Rick Knight story of <laughs> trouble by the <laughs> I just like I just picture this like poor man just, just swimming along and I was like Jimmy Blaze boom <laughs> and then it just like bellies up <laughs> I can tell you like see myself, you know, 
possibly being a top guy in the company. Uh, I keep busting my ass the way I'm doing, and I think five years it will definitely show. So, you gonna get married? I pretty much am. So, he <laughs> <laughs> answered. You should. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much are. I pretty much am. It's just a piece of paper with a signature <laughs> on it at this point. Nick Hedford, where do you see yourself in pro wrestling or pro entertainment in the next five years? Retired. Okay. That's going to be a sad day. <laughs> no, um, it, it's, you never say never. Uh, I do have things that I would like to progress, but I would always have a piece of art and always be curious because I've seen this thing grow too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, I would like to see Powell grow to get that training facility or, yeah. or get the the people to make the commercials and say, hey, you want to train? Like Windy City used to do that. Hey, commercials, you want to be a wrestler? You want to do this? You want to do that? Yeah. You come see us. Yeah. You know, I would love to see us be of an in-house promotion and still, this is our domain, like Fox, yeah. you know, like Fox like, this is our House. Fox Lake is one of our venues. Teamwood is one of yeah. our venues. But this is our house. Yeah. We train here. We do shows wrestle here. here. Yeah. We, this is POW Entertainment. When you come here, yeah. you are going to be entertained the whole yeah. nine yards. Oh, yeah. You know, and treated uh, just not like any other indie show. Mm-hmm. But when you get here, hell, I like to open a, a show with like, a band or something like that, or have decent. I love your thought and your idea, so maybe pray to God and uh, make those winning mega millions numbers. Yeah, I've and already thought about what a, <laughs> what a power training silly would look like. Hedford is not retiring, uh. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, I, I could see like when, and it was been brought up like an old uh, Walgreens or a CVS, yeah, stand swung right there. You got your part, you got it slid up. Boom! There, yeah. you could you divide know, it where you do a show, Everything and then training on the other in. side. Let me win the mega millions. I mean, it's kind of like <coughs> because I mean, what if I'm in the tournament? How else? Yeah. I mean, how else will the company survive if you know we don't keep trying to better our future? I think right now everybody is on the same goal. To build the company, yeah, and wants to see it succeed, and that—that's what's made the past twenty years possible. Every person has done their job, and everybody has a passion inside them for pro wrestling, but also for the banner problem. Yeah, and I've—I've I've been in since you know twenty eighteen, and I've seen the company grow in so many ways. Just the five years I've been here, you know, knowing you guys, like. Or two with with Powell, I I would love to see it. Granted, you have certain people that you know you wrestle Southland. You have certain people that wrestle, you know, uh, CSW. But those some of them of that talent are the hungry, the, that hungry talent mm-hmm. that will go out there and do what they can to deliver yeah. a five star match. And if Powell Entertainment can still be a home, like a home to them. You still want to, if they're not booked over here or booked over there, but you know that they're going to deliver, let, let it be a hub to, 
for the younger guys to hone their. Yeah. It's been happening for the last two years. You know, so I mean, it, to grow, I get. Yeah. To know, hey, like Mateo says, CSW is my first home. Powell's my home also. It, it's like you want those wrestlers to go, wow, Powell Entertainment, I'd love to wrestle for them. Yeah. You know, you I want that reputation. I think one of the biggest things that blew up the internet about Powell recently was Moondog Murray. The night he won, the internet blew up. Yeah. That, that goes into what you're saying right there, that people have opportunity. A kid who offered to help set up a ring. And two years later in his training, he's the heavyweight champion. Right. That's huge. No, and... Also, with Powell giving Mateo the opportunity for the, the better work, you know, you helped him success, you know, get a hold of a dream that you know he oh, yeah. wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know. And, and he was only three years in. Yeah, there were other people on that show that meant the world, yeah. and uh, people behind the scenes that day, just like Vic hanging out. Yeah, you know? it's that show had a lot. Gonna go back to this whole go get the Kleenex for this episode. Right? No, no, no. We <laughs> did that one already. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, it's, that's where I'd like to see it to still be that hub because we are a staple of Chicago Independent Wrestling. You know, um, just like that family tree from the on the mat 300th episode that I still I still have that where it sprouted off. You know, it's just something to where. Uh, it's the history, you know. Um, Got to keep it going. Because yeah, you think about it, uh, Terry Scholl with PWI, you know, PWI to the Sonny Rogers, you know, okay. uh, PWI, and that's where I, that's where that's I came where in. Start. That's right. where I came. Where I came in at. You so. talk about every person <laughs> has an effect on you for wrestling. So I said, Sam opened the door for me because of Sonny opening the second door. And that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Without Terry Scholl, Sonny wouldn't have had the school. Yeah. It's a good chance. The opportunity to get into the business wouldn't have been there without that. So Terry Scholl was a big part of the wrestling scene, and a lot of people don't remember that name. They should. Yeah. I guess that's my aggravation with some of the younger guys in the independents. Learn your history. Like, I told a story the other day. When we were doing ring rumbles for Boz and CSW, there was a young lady standing next to me after the show, tearing down. And most people know who Jimmy Blaze is. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, are you a wrestler?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not just ring wrestler." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, where are you from?" And really, I was in a hurry, and I said, "Go ask your trainer. I'm sure he'll look for you." So we loaded the trailer. <laughs> but her uh, her wrestling ability is great. She's blown up the independent circuit. And I wish that she would open her messenger and look because there's messages from me and that before, and that's how they're reckless. Mm-hmm. You never know who the person is standing next to you, but do your homework. Like, yeah. No, no, definitely. It's And I was able to learn that history from Tracy Gallo by giving me uh, Danny Mercedes all those tapes. Another great person. You know, I never, I don't think I met him, but part of me wants to say we've crossed paths, you know. I would not forget him. You know, so I honestly, 
Uh, we might have crossed paths in a Windy City locker room or something at one American. Windy City, you wouldn't have seen him. It would have been because he was gone from Windy City by then. Well, I mean, I guess something with Sunny doing yeah. Sunny shows, he would have been there. Trevor, when Trevor went ran the high school, yeah, uh, I believe he worked. Jiggle. No, I worked Jiggle on that show. Um, he was big with Frankie DeFalco. Okay, Carmine, Carmine, that area. Uh, Ed Schumann. Yeah, it was like a tight knit. But no, and, and we're rambling again. Yeah. <laughs> like, who are these people? Do your homework. That's right. But like he says, thanks to her and her knowing that I do all my history, uh, I was able to get tapes, and I found some Terry Show PWI TV. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I, I almost felt like I found like Holy Grail or something. You know, uh, you did that for Tiny with finding that yeah. stuff, world class. Yeah, like how amazing is that? Definitely. Cactus Jack and Skandar Akbar. And Tiny. Yeah, and Tiny. <laughs> so. That was me? Yeah, that was you. Yeah. So, but I said, I like doing what I'm doing. I like the history and stuff like that. And that's why I've always told the boys if they've ever wanted to come out and try to find something new to learn or watch or anything like that, the door is you know, open, you know I mean? I got every damn style pretty much known, <laughs> you know, psychology-wise and hardcore and just all kinds of stuff. If you think about it, we're talking a lot about history. And you're, you are a history buff, right? In 25 years from now, there's a chance you and I possibly won't be here, and even you. Like, what we're doing is history right now with all entertainment. So every, every time, every show, anybody that's winning a show, it's history. Yeah. And in 25 years from now, people can look back and go, oh, that show was crap. That power entertainment, holy cow. Man, yeah. those power guys, this and that. That's, that's, I think, what I am most proud of is every fan of these are venues now, compliment them coming from. Yeah. And that's from top to bottom. That's not, that's not a me. That's an us. That is an overall, everybody. Wrestle Rage is coming up. Make sure yeah. that you're there to see me in the main event. Can't <laughs> <laughs> believe if I get that right. November fourth, Briar House, Hornswoggle uh, against Tyson Phoenix. That's it. I don't want to miss that. No, you're not going to want to miss that. And like I said, there's all kind of things going on. Powell Entertainment, check us out on the Facebook page, uh, our YouTube page, uh, Instagram. And speaking of all that, uh, your social media. If somebody wanted to reach out to you, how will they do it? There's a Psychotic Jimmy Blaze Facebook page. Um, I don't answer many messages there. I should get better at that. But you can also find me at Jim Blaze on Facebook, not Jimmy Blaze. And uh, on Instagram, I am Psychotic Blaze. I won't give my email here. Uh, Cheap plug, (laughs) because I did have people ask me last night that aren't friends with me on Facebook. If you see me and you like the tattoo that I have, I have like a half sleeve right now. The guy who did it is Chris Tarmichael, and he is its incredible tattoo. He's amazing. The majority of this tattoo, other than the Powell logo, was done by Freehand. He has a great one. So. Awesome. Well, tell him that I sent you. That way I can get more tattoos. And we would like to thank our sponsors, Powell Entertainment, Favorite Attorney, the Law Office of Christopher Hoff. Hoff, Hoff, Hoff. Hoff. All right, Lamplighters and Tavern and Grill in Palatine. 
Uh, karaoke, 9 o'clock on Thursdays. They also have a pizza special as well. Uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys. And don't forget, fans, to make sure you like and follow You know the Spotify, the Apple, the Google. Google. Check our Facebook page. Check out the Instagram. Uh, just give us a like. Give us a follow. Please spread the word because what we're trying to do here is also support independent wrestling along with Power Entertainment. Uh, we're the hottest ticket in town. And like I said, all the support uh, the boys do appreciate it. So until next time, fans, we are out of here and we will talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>